The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! Let's go, baby! Are you ready for a break? Uh, yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, Brian Broaddus, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. It is Tuesday, December 27th, 2022, season 18, episode number 97. Welcome to the latest edition of The Break. We are live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. And we're presented by Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Today we get you ready for Cowboys versus Titans. We travel tomorrow to Tennessee, so we won't have a show tomorrow. There will be a few shows, uh, though, if you guys listen to some of the other shows. If you don't, it's a good opportunity to check them out. Uh, I think Players Lounge and Girls Talk, Boys Talk, um, and Hang Hang With The Boys. We'll all three be going tomorrow because they won't be traveling to the game. But we'll be on a flight heading out to uh, Tennessee to check out Cowboys versus Titans. So today we get you ready. Let's start first with an injury update. Uh, looking at the injury report, nothing really surprising except for one thing. Tony Pollard pops up there with a thigh injury. Did not practice yesterday. What do we know? I don't. I didn't keep an like, eye. Yeah. I keep didn't. an eye on that one. That yeah. one, that one's it. I know the uh, I know the general manager came on 105.3, the yeah. fan this morning and kind of gave him a clean bill of health. And then, but the more you really dig into that, keep an eye on that one. That that's a short week, getting ready to go. It's the it's an injury that they need to monitor. So uh, don't don't be so sure about that one as we speak right now. I just I had asked the G- PR staff yesterday, in the morning, if Tony Pollard has been on the injury report all year. And, and this is before that even happened. I was just like, here's a you know running back that's undersized that that gets the ball a lot, and you know that was the big question mark about him. And he's gone through a whole season. He's getting close to a thousand yards, um, and he you know made the Pro Bowl and all that. And I don't know if he's even been on the injury report, especially at the end of the week, like a, to have a status. And then here he is, and he, like jinxed him just like that. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Nick. I hope he gets his thousand yards. I don't know if he will. If he doesn't play, how this far is he away? Like thirty-one yards. Oh wow! I think it's less than that now. Is I it? think he's in the twenties. And I and yeah, he it, needed thirty-one. Yeah, he needed he thirty-one, 19. and he got eighteen. So yeah, and then you're in a situation where the worst game he played this year was against the Commanders. Yeah, they had like eight yards, like eight carries for nine yards in that game. <laughs> if, if the well, Eagles, he's almost, he's almost there. He, I got my graphic ready, so you <laughs> well, your graphics ready, so he's got to get there. Yeah. Washington. You better adjust some numbers. There. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't play this nine hundred. Yeah, seven. <laughs> it was a career year for Tony Pollard. <laughs> I mean, if the Eagles win this week against the Saints, yeah. and then they they yeah. lock it, you know, the division, and so you go into Washington and you don't need any. Thing. I mean, I, there's going to be a lot of guys that don't play. Let me ask you this. How realistic do you guys think it is that Dallas still gets NFC East title? How realistic is that? I, I, my, the, chances, the chances improved after your game, and the only reason it improved because they have to figure out and know what they're going to do for Lane Johnson being out. Mm-hmm. That is a problem for them. And so now you have a quarterback who's dealing with uh, – uh, you know, shoulder. a joint problem in a shoulder. And that's with, his throwing arm, And right? it's his throwing yeah. arm. And so there's, there's like, I've learned this about this. The AC joint you can inject 
there's another joint, the SC joint, that I've learned that you can't. It's a little bit more of a risky thing. So mm-hmm. they're kind of dealing with, okay, which one is it? But it's definitely a joint problem. I think if it was an AC joint, they would have, they, you know, we'll see them inject it and try and play. But if it's the other one, then they're, they're, that's, that's a little bit of a different ball game there. But him being out, they lost their nickel corner, who's a really, really yeah, good Maddox. player. They're trying to get back players. You know, so they have to be concerned because they're playing teams that are trying to get in. The Saints are trying to stay alive. They really are. I mean, they they have to play. They have to, you know, they, and you and you're and in the Giants at the end of the year. I mean, you have they're the Giants are trying to maintain stay in the tournament themselves. So, you know, they're in a they're in a, a kind of a, a weird situation where they can't really say, oh, we're going to rest guys in this. They got to go try and win one game, and once they win that one game. Then they're they're home free. But until they win that one game, I think it's the Cowboys. You just keep playing. You keep playing and 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 hope that maybe somehow some way this thing at the end of the year because of injury flipped your way. Yeah, I just think it's it's just kind of ironic. I'm sure the Cowboys would like to to be locked in. I mean, they they want to win the division, but if you're not going to win it, I mean, you got to keep playing these games. I mean, they they would like like to go into Washington and not have to play for anything. But if the Saints beat the Eagles and and you you've taken care of business against the Titans, then you have to. And they're going to play them at the same time. You know that's going to be exactly yeah. the noon or probably a 3 o'clock game on Gosh, that on that week. What what a dream that is. If that happens, you have no idea how many Eagles fans I got <laughs> on my Twitter right now. I can't freaking Yeah, I saw you engaging it. them on Monday morning or well, Sunday morning, whichever. No, I, I haven't entertained a lot of them or anything. But, but, but for lack of better word, but the amount no. of stupidity mm. that I have to read, like this, things that are illogical, that they make no sense. I'm like, they tend to forget what that game looked like when we played them at their home. Back with Cooper Rush, it's ridiculous. It makes me so mad. So, for their script to start switching like that, oh, what a slap in the face that would be! Yeah. It would you, be great. I mean, I mean, you know, Rocky was tough, but he wasn't smart. You know, <laughs> you're saying. I mean, he was. That's that's what he was. I mean, it was tough. You're so, probably uh, you're probably looking at right now maybe a 25 percent chance. Yeah. I would say it went from like probably five to you know twenty five. I and mean, once you win the game, and then they start losing guys. Kind of four well, things got to happen. We said yeah, last yeah. week six things got to happen, yeah. and two of them happened in the same and, game. And here's four. here's the interesting thing about it is if they should happen to lose these final two and Dallas wins these final two, you at first the way you were thinking about it was oh it'd be nice to get to that one seed, but actually what what is more likely is you end up in the two seed which means you don't get the buy because right now yeah. Minnesota would have a better record if they went out as well. So you would probably get the two seed, which means you play next week, you get a home game, but then in week two you play the third seed most likely, and that would be San Francisco coming back to Dallas. Yeah. So there's – yeah, I know, that, that look on your face kind of kinda, explains kinda all like that. the five seed. That's what I'm saying. The five <laughs> seed is not a bad place to be. You I've, go play Tampa or Carolina or whoever. Uh, and, uh, and then maybe play Philly oh, in the second round. Don't trust but Minnesota whatever. to I know, win two games. Yeah. Good Minnesota's going to go to Green Bay <laughs> and point. lose. Good point. I, I, you know, the one Green thing, Bay might end up in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. The, the thing about it, I, I, my, I've exhausted myself understanding being in the five hole. Yeah. Right, you know, I, I kind of realized that's where I'm probably going to be. Yeah. I've tried to figure out who could beat the teams ahead. The teams who can on because every weekend, wild card weekend, there's one game yep. or two games where you go, 
I never saw that. I never mm-hmm. saw the seven seed going and knocking somebody off. Yeah. I mean, these teams, but there's a lot of teams that are just, like I said, I said before, just spewing oil, trying to get to the, just trying to get in the tournament right now. And so, you know, you're, you're, do you really trust Minnesota? No, I don't, no. heck no. But I would love here's, to, here's, honestly, go ahead. I was going to say this about Minnesota. I came up with the, I found this stat. They are eight and one at home, just like yeah. the Cowboys. They have outscored their opponents at home by 16 points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're 8 and 1. Yeah. The 37-point loss at at home, you know, that didn't really help, but then other than that, they mm-hmm. they won and the close games and all that. Cowboys are 8 and 1. They've outscored their opponents by 97 points. Jeez. So I'm, it's just, you know, that's about what it should be when you win 8 out of 9 games, yeah. but it's just funny how Minnesota that one loss was like the worst loss they've ever had. 2 weeks ago, they were down 34 30- 30 points to the Colts mm-hmm. in a game, you know, and, and, and it took a a miracle finish. So if you trust them, good luck with that. I mean, there's there's somebody that's going to – and I'm trying to think, okay, who's the team that could go from the bottom of the 6-7 the area that can go beat Philadelphia? Green Bay. That's what I'm saying. Green Bay, Green, Green Bay played – Green Bay was down 13 to nothing to him. I watched the game on film, yeah. and then Aaron Rodgers is like 14-13. Just storm back in the yep. game. And then got hurt. Yeah. And their defense yeah, yeah. over They're the last – I know you were talking about their defense, but over the last – I saw this graphic yesterday. Over the last three games, their defense has been holding teams, I think, to 17 is the average. Yeah, Packers. Like, yeah, Packers. Yeah. yeah, so you start talking about those teams that, that nobody would want to see in the playoffs, even yeah. no matter how they've played all season. Green Bay and Aaron right. Rodgers is well, one Packers of those teams. Well, Packers have – the playoffs have started already for the yeah. Packers. Oh, yeah, They're, it's been yeah. that way. Yeah. They're at home against the Lions and, and uh, the Vikings. Yeah. So – then those two they have to win. They have to win those two games, right? And then, and then all the commanders have to do is lose one. Is that? Am I right about yeah, that? I don't think that's right. I don't know. Because they have that tie. Because they have that tie. The commanders right beat now. Them. They're, they're half a game ahead of all those yeah, other teams. The commanders beat them. Washington during the season. plays Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. Cleveland is giving them. Might have I don't know what Cleveland is. I mean, they're out of the playoffs. I know they? that. But yeah. Sometimes yeah. they play, sometimes they don't. Yeah. Sometimes they play. I don't know what what they are. They are that they is are. so are weird. That is so yeah. weird. That well, I guess it's weird for the Cowboys too to have an AFC game this late in the year. Yeah, you know, it's just kind of a strain because of the because of the extra game. I they throw that AFC game in three, there. Three of the NFC teams, three of the uh, NFC East teams, all play in the AFC. Yeah, except for Philly, but the Giants also play the Colts. Who's Philly playing this week? Oh, At New Orleans. The Saints. New Orleans, yeah. See, the, and now that you catch the Colts, they're going to keep on with with uh, that quarterback who was awful last night. Yeah, Nick Foles. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. man. You, you just got to try and figure it all out. But to answer your question, I feel better about it than when I felt before mm-hmm. the kickoff of the game the other day because because things are starting to happen to the Eagles. Let's let's be real honest about this too. Their defense at full strength was awful the other day. If you talk about it, I mean, awful in a way of giving up yards, giving up points. More than they've been this year. More than they've been. I mean, you can't say, well, this was just a bad, this was just a bad. No, you didn't cover very well. Pass rush was there, but the quarterback just ate you up. You know, so to me, I'm I'm encouraged by what I saw the other day. Because I I was kind of going into the game thinking, man, Philadelphia doesn't have any weakness. They really don't. They've yeah. got some weaknesses over there, and they're starting to starting to be injuries are starting to hurt them a yep. little bit, you know, which they've been really healthy most yeah, of the year. Exactly. Mike McCarthy can uh, stick it to the Packers without even playing them. If you think about it, here the what just the, these last few weeks, if he beats 
I mean, lose the commanders. Well, like, yeah, commanders could be sitting here and, and Green, <laughs> Green Bay's like, we've got to win this game so we can go and, and, and we got to have the, we got to win and Washington has to lose. And then it's like, sit everybody. Cooper Rush is throwing the ball to Jalen Tolbert, you yeah. know. Yeah. That could very Possibly. well happen. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I wouldn't worry about it at all when you're. Well, it, it could happen. It, you look out for yourself. Care about it. Yeah. Right yeah. Because nobody feels sorry for you no, when you don't have any players. But yeah, the yeah, thing don't about lose five in a row. If 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 Philly goes to New Orleans and wins this weekend, then you need to treat that game like because, like you said, depending on you know what happens in the NFC South and what day you play, yeah. you know you got to steal rest when you can. Yeah, yeah, and that's one where you you might you you probably go into that and you say we'll we'll play our starters for a quarter and uh, and then get them out of there and let yeah. them let them relax a little bit, especially I mean, if the Commanders are trying to win. That's yeah. the, that's the last thing yeah, you need that front yeah. seven teeing off on. Dak no or something doubt about like that, yeah. It. No doubt about it. All right, let's take our first break. When we Career. come back, we're going to talk about the Tennessee offense versus the Dallas defense. We'll do that in just a moment. This is DallasCowboys.com radio. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Back to the break. Derek, do you know who the NFL fan of the year is? Amber Garcia. No, it's that's not. It's actually it's James Wright. It's not uh, William. Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> Just he, James Wright edged out William Boykins for the 2022 <laughs> Cowboys fan of the year. James brings the spice to every Dallas Cowboys game, and now he needs your help to bring him to the Super Bowl. Vote for James to be given the ultimate title of NFL fan of the year, presented by Captain Morgan by casting your vote at NFL.com slash fan of the year. Welcome back. Second segment of the break live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the start. This segment brought to you by blockchain.com. All right, let's talk Tennessee offense versus Dallas defense. Let's start first with the quarterback. Um, Ryan Tannehill is out (laughs) with an ankle injury. (laughs) 
Let me ask you this question, Brian. Yeah. What threat, if any, does Malik Willis pose? Running the football. That's the thing about it is the ability to scramble. He is not very accurate right now. Mm. Um, it's a problem. The receivers, I mean, the receivers have been having trouble with getting some separation. And then you have a quarterback that can't really accurately throw the football yet. And I was talking to my buddies down in Jacksonville about this because they play the next week. And I, you know, I was saying, listen, what do you see in Tennessee? You know, they're, they're thinking, they're worried about them the next week having to play against Josh Dobbs, who they got off the practice squad, who was a practice squad player with Detroit. And they're worried that that because Josh Dobbs can throw the ball better than what Malik Willis and he gives you a little of the RPO stuff too that you know the ball handling things they know playing Willis is going to be a not being accurate but all of a sudden you rush and he he's super elusive if you watched him play at Liberty he's a transfer you originally went to school at Auburn. And transferred to Liberty and brought their program to a, a, a really a high level there, mm-hmm. Liberty, because of his ability to run and throw. I mean, there was times where I was watching him play against Ole Miss. He was accurate. The thing about him right now is he's hurrying everything. He doesn't really see everything really well. I think you can confuse him. He's a rookie guy, third-round pick, probably should have gone higher, but – the thing that you have to worry about is him just taking the ball and dropping back, and all of a sudden he sees Lane, and then he takes off running. That's that's the biggest threat that uh, you'll deal with right now. The receivers, uh, Traylon Burks has been banged up for him. He's a I loved him coming out of Arkansas. Mm-hmm. I thought he was a super player. You know, when you're catching the football, run after catch, he did everything at Arkansas. Snap him the ball, he runs. You toss him the ball, he runs. He's a big body guy. They went and got Robert Woods, you know, last year, and he's kind of shown up a little bit. Racy McMath is another guy that they kind of Great have. Name. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's a it's kind of a collection of guys right now. They you know they trade away Brown, and that made that group look remarkably different. There, they've struggled a little bit on the offensive line right now because they're banged up. Nicholas Petit Faree, who they drafted out of Ohio State, is a Big long tackle who not the not the quickest of feet, but he's banged up a little bit. We'll see what happens game time with him. Uh, on the other side, if you want somebody to attack, the left tackle Dennis Daly is the guy. He's the guy <laughs> they got to trade from Carolina. He's number seventy one. He's the one that laid off the ball, struggles with quickness, doesn't redirect all that well. He's the left tackle, but they they've struggled. Uh, with him in the lineup really blocking. All right, we haven't talked about Derrick Henry. The, my buddies in Jacksonville think they're going to play this thing like a preseason game. They, they think Because this game does not matter for it them. It does not matter. Clear. I mean, my guys, are, my guys down there are like, listen, you're probably going to get just a, a skeleton type of a lineup. You know, Henry not playing. You know, they'll pick some guys out that they don't want to, to play. The problem is, though, if Henry does play, that's that's everybody that's knows that that's the. I mean, I'm watching the Texans last week, and you know, and uh, Petrie, that really good safety at number five from mm-hmm. Baylor, who's just knocking everybody out. And I mean, he you should see him trying to hit this guy running the ball. They throw him the ball occasionally. They they it's second and ten. They hand in the ball. He gets twelve yards. You know, I mean, he just he's a hard guy, Derrick Henry, hard guy to tackle. Mm-hmm. He's just so big, and and he and you could see that these defenders don't want to tackle him. They just don't. Would I you? Mean, hell no. <laughs> I mean, he comes running through there, and it's like, oh, and the safety's like I say, you know, I mean, Petrie's like, 
All right, he's like launches himself into him, and he's just bouncing off. It's like <laughs> tennis balls on a tank, you know, yeah. just bouncing off the guy. And you know, that's the problem. But maybe Dallas catches a break. Maybe Dallas catches a break that they do rest him in this game because it doesn't matter to, to the Tennessee's playoff hopes. The following week does. So yeah. that's where I'm saying left tackles. A it's a kind of a mixed group of wide receivers. I don't know if the quarterback can get them the ball. Their offensive line struggles. Dennis Daly, the left tackle, is the one you go after. And if Derrick Henry plays, buckle up, Buttercup. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the Jacksonville, your, your buddies at Jacksonville, yeah. they're they're talking to the Titans people. You think, or they well, they, they know they they go. they have a feeling going into this game. They're really worried about. They they think if they had to play Malik Willis in this game, they would win. They feel like they we we've got the we've got the better situation at quarterback. Yeah. The thing they worry about with Willis is that he and you can watch it on tape. He does run, but when he drops back to pass, it's like throwing a ball into the ocean. He just doesn't know <laughs> where it's going to go or you know where it's going to land or anything like that. Wow! Right now, that's the way he's playing. Yeah. But like I say, they might try and get Joshua Dobbs some work. The 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 backup quarterback might try and get him some work to get him ready for the. The other games, and he throws the ball better than what Willis throws. Yeah, just to give you some perspective on what Willis has done so far this year, he has started. Passer. He has started yeah. three yeah. games. Yeah. He is attempting 16 passes per game on average. His 51 percent completion rate ain't that good. Uh, he has averaged 78 yards passing in each of those three games. Yeah. Has not gone over 99. Still hasn't gone over 100 yards in any of those three games he started um, in a game. In a game under 100 yards passing. He's been sacked 10 times, and he has three interceptions. So, yeah, this this level of passing, it shouldn't be a problem for the Cowboys. Let's just put it like that. Really, it you is all hope. about can you stack yeah. the box and and stop their run, especially if Derrick Henry is there. And that would be a question I have for you, Brian. Obviously, the Cowboys aren't the first team to face them in this kind of situation. They right. keep putting up a ton of yards on the ground. Our team, I would assume teams are stacking the box. How are they so successful being able to run even when teams know it, it, all you got to do is stop the run? Their, 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 their big thing is, though, they, they want to get the ball. They, they try and get the, the linemen moving and then make you move, and then they hand the ball to Henry. And once they get you moving, they don't feel like mm. – the teams that have played been able to play. The Texans had a couple of plays where they were able to get penetration up the field, and it stopped him before he got going. Like they, they immediately like they shot gaps and all of a sudden they're handing the ball and it's a face to face collision. Yeah. You know, they want to get you moving and then once they get you moving, they just feel like that if you're moving you can't you can't firm up and get yeah. tackled. Arm tackles won't work with not, this guy no, anyway. No, it's you're right. Yeah. Teams I'm serious, it's second and ten and they and it's like it's got you know, they got the whole team in the box yeah. and they hand the ball to the guy and he just blasts through guys. And it's a six, seven yard gain, and you're, or he's falling at the yellow, the, you know, the sticks. I mean, it's crazy to watch this guy play and and how and he gets stronger. He just, I mean, it's like long runs. It's a sixty yard run, fifty yard run with this guy. It's incredible. I hope he doesn't play. I really don't. Well, I'm not gonna lie. I, I hope he doesn't. I hope he sits out. If they out. do rest some of those guys, and then yes. with the game. Yeah. Not being that important to them um, because of their situation. What are some of the things that you are looking for the Cowboys to do? Is it is this a game where maybe they can 
kind of do something with the pass rush and well, kind of give some life there. And yeah, I, I think with Willis, I, I think with Willis, to me, this is now the game plan where I think teams that have the running quarterback, I think that you look at what the Texans did, you know, the, 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 the RPO stuff, the things that, okay, I'm going to read it, read it, read it, pull it, run, you know, and so – this comes down to I don't this guy can't throw the ball well enough to kill you. The problem is if you rush and you don't get there and he takes off running, now you got big issues. This game is going to be really about playing with discipline because I don't think he could beat you throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. I think he could beat I think he could beat you taking it, dropping back and seeing man coverage and then, you know, you're running a twist game up front and you don't get somebody home and now he just takes off running. That's the thing that I – you talk about the pass rush. This is not like a traditional drop-back quarterback throw the ball. So your pass rush, yeah, if you could kind of confuse him and make him hold the ball, and teams have been able to do that a little bit. But, yeah, it, and these tackles, I think you could do something with these guys. Like I say, daily, we'll see with Petit Faree what they – what how his health is. But, I mean, to me, it's going to be about discipline, stay in lanes – and don't let this guy run the football if you, if you can. Make him throw the football. You make him throw the football, they're going to lose this football game. All right, we're going to take our final break. We'll come back. We'll talk about the Tennessee defense versus the Dallas offense. Some interesting things there as well. This is DallasCowboys.com Radio. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. This sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper is on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Back to the break. All right, I love this one. Dak Prescott is this year's Cowboys nominee for 2022 Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award presented by Nationwide. You can help Dak earn a $25,000 donation to his Faith Fight Finish Foundation by voting on Twitter. Just go on Twitter and find it. Uh, By January 8th, vote Dak. 
Just find it. You can find anything. No, wait. I want to hear you do the uncomfortable read of that thing, because I know it's like really, really long. Go for it. The whole thing? Yeah, it's the backslash. Yeah, it's by voting on Twitter, tweet or hashtag WPMOY challenge, followed by Dak Prescott through January 8th. Vote Dak. <laughs> but when I say that, do you think there's somebody with like the pen cap in his mouth yes. and another pen like, oh, what, yes. what is it again? Dang it. Yes, repeat it for them so they can get it. There are people out there that want to write this down. Just, just go vote for Dak. I mean, if he's gonna, if he's got a rewind win, feature on this, uh, this site, I think he's gonna. I think. I think so. You think he's I mean, gonna win yeah. it this year? You think I Dak don't know, man. That's a, that's a hard one. That's a hard one because, like I told you yesterday, every team's got a Dak. For every every award, team's right? got a every team's got a JJ Watt that goes yeah. and raises forty million dollars. Right. For I mean, <laughs> it's hard, man. It's, it's hard, hard to get this one. This this is probably this is this is the hardest one to get. Yeah, I think. this is a hard. It really, one to really get. is, and yeah. it's got a lot of prestige to it too. Oh, like getting a man yes. of the year award. That's yeah. pretty big. In who the has a who has a tougher chance, the Dak or James Wright, the NFL fan of the year? I mean. I mean, they're both going up against 32, uh, over 31. Yeah. I'm going to say James Wright. He's got a better chance? I think James Wright's got a chance. Let's go, James. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy Wright. We had nothing in this. Bring final it, segment. Jimmy. <laughs> final segment. I'm going to have to read that again. A final segment brought to, you by, yeah. <laughs> brought to you by Miller, the only beard of the Dallas Cowboys. All right, so here we go. Let's talk about the Tennessee defense versus the Cowboys offense. Uh, they are right now Tennessee's defense, 31st in passing yards allowed. However, they're second in rush yards. Yeah, allowed. they're not going to let you run Again, the ball. <laughs> it's one of those situations where you can't yeah. run. Yeah. Hey, but if you want to throw the ball, yeah. feel free. Uh, my question is, where are they most vulnerable in the passing game, in, in their pass defense? Yeah, the problem is, though, their their secondary has been been given up plays. Yeah. And that's the thing about it is, when I watched the Chargers game and the way they were throwing the ball and stuff, they've been a little bit banged up in the secondary, too. Christian uh, Fuller, Fulton, has uh, their second-round pick, has been banged up at corner. Nickelback, uh, Amani Hooker, they have a hooker on their team, too. Uh, he was He's been... Well, they do. We have a hooker. They have a hooker, <laughs> yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, they... guys are the ones laughing. No, I'm just like, where are we going with this? Go ahead. They have a hooker, Amani. Okay. They gotcha. have Amani. Gotcha. Okay, <laughs> I'm just telling you, that's it's, it's factual. It's okay. not making this stuff up. Okay, try and give you knowledge at this uh, point in time. It depends on how you take it. This Roger McCreary, though, who they've got uh, is a cornerback. He's actually really, really, really good. Uh, he's number twenty-one. You might have seen him if you're watching the highlights. Uh, they had the play where uh, they tried uh, the Chargers tried to, th- and it's really cool on film. Chargers tried to like right before the half tried to throw the ball and you know maybe get a score right before the half. And McCreary like is out of bounds and he volleyballs it back to his teammate for an interception in the end zone there. Mm-hmm. So no Brown. yeah, uh, Joshua Kalu is <laughs> no the one. Brown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was an intentional one, right? Oh, not oh, a, not yeah. a volleyball like. And you it were. was to his team. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kevin Bayard <laughs> is their safety. He's really, really good. Number thirty-one. Yeah, you have good. to keep How it. How old is he? Seems like he's been in a hundred and eight. No, two thousand sixteen. Not really. Two thousand sixteen. Why? For some reason, I just feel like he's been in the league. He's for a made long the Pro time. Bowl like four times. Maybe yeah. that's I'm surprised it. you didn't make it this year. Yeah. yeah they, but they they are really they're they're banged up in a little bit. Their defensive line with uh, Demarcus Walker, Tart, Jeffrey Simmons is one of my favorite players, and then they've got back Autry, uh, number ninety six, and he he had a knee injury, so they got him back. This front four, I think it's good. The problem is they're so banged up at linebacker. Zach Cunningham. 
who they got from the Texans. Dylan Cole has been banged up. Bud Dupree, who I think is their best pass rusher, is dealing with some stuff right now, too. So they've had to go with some uh, some uh, backup guys. Monty Rice, number 56 at linebacker. He's around the ball. Uh, they have Terrell Basham on their team, by the way, too. That didn't even really notice him very much, but just to let you know that. Mm. Uh, but the, the front four is, is – they're not going to let you run the ball because of the front four. And the and the secondary gives up plays again. You have to watch Kevin Byner because he's a guy that if you overthrow, underthrow, he's usually in position. He's a turnover guy. He's his whole career has been getting turnovers. And again, I think Roger McCreary, number twenty one, who they got from Auburn in the second round, he is the one that uh, long rangey guy. Don't throw at him on the other side. Whoever's playing on the other side for. For those guys, it might be Greg Maben uh, will be the guy who they got up the street, number 32. He's been kind of getting a lot of their work since. So it's a it's a good defense up front, but it's a little bit banged up right now. Yeah, after coming off a game where, where Dallas gave up, gave up six sacks uh, to Philadelphia mm-hmm. and looking at Jeffrey Simmons there in the middle, a defensive tackle. It's a pain in the rear. Seven and a half sacks. That's yeah. a lot for a defensive tackle. Yeah. Where does he typically line up, and and who is he matching up with against Dallas? Hey, well, yeah, after what happened to after what Conner. happened to the McGovern. McGovern in that game last week, yeah, yeah Jeffrey Ouch. Simmons is going to play on the outside shoulder of of McGovern, and and it's going to give it heck. You know, you, you got to also think about sliding the center over to kind of take to kind of help him. I'd leave Zach Martin and like uh, you know, if I'm Biotish, I'm blocking, I'm keeping my my left eye over here mm-hmm. and. All right, sorry, Zach, got to go, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, or even maybe start that way. Because Jeffrey Simmons is powerful. He's yeah. explosive. He came out of college in, in Mississippi State in, in, in uh, 2019, and he had a bad knee. Missed the whole rookie season. Missed his whole rookie season. Uh, and then got healthy. And, man, he is a pain in the rear to deal oh. with because of he's that, uh, he plays that three technique, under tackle, outside shoulder, and yeah, Biotish will 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 have a handful well, is, of him. Today. Is there anyone on their line that you might think they might rest, or that? Oh, I would hope that. I, yeah, Jeffrey. If you if you ask me to start, and that's a great question, <laughs> yeah. by the way. I yeah, Jeffrey Simmons doesn't need to be playing. Like, hey, Kevin Strong, come on down. You know, uh, you know, any but any one of those guys, I would Basham. absolutely. He could play. Yeah, playing there at the three, but. You know, it's kind of like if you were to take away like one of their best offensive players, you would take away Derrick Henry. You take away one of their best defensive players, it would be Jeffrey Simmons, in my opinion. And so maybe they'll sit him in this game. But like I say they got some guys too. Bud Dupree is their best pass rusher, mm-hmm. and he's banged up right now. So they'll probably sit him this week and then try and work. How long has Bud Dupree been there? Bud Dupree, when did they get him? I know. He, he was the for Steelers the Steelers. Drafted, had, right? yeah. he, he originally drafted by the Steelers. I didn't realize he was there. Yeah, he was with, and uh, he came with Tennessee in, uh, in 21. 2021 okay. is when okay. they got him, yeah. You know, it might be a situation where they're going to play their guys, you know, to start the game, and we'll see how, how it goes. Um, but, you know, if the Cowboys can, can get on them and, and take the lead and, and you know maybe maybe go go up by ten points or so maybe more that might be a situation where they say all right we're gonna time to sit everybody we're gonna you know we'll start resting some guys especially in their injury situation too like guys that have been banged up that have been hanging they have on, a lot of them yeah. they have a lot of them on defense they've been struggling you know, yeah I was looking at the weather here I was gonna ask you about that yeah I was looking at it right now so for Thursday uh, it's actually gonna be their best it's their best day. I mean, okay. Fifty eight is the high. Oh, there you go. And Look lows, lows forty two. So low forty two, high fifty eight. 
you're thinking what 45 47 game time tim game time oh, 48 yeah yeah, yeah 48. 48 but you don't even need a coat but no time out time out <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna tell you or you this. can borrow nicks i'm gonna tell you this <laughs> frozen. on the field on the field before the game, it, like it's going to be cold. Oh no, the cold, one of the We're, coldest games we oh, ever coming off Christmas coming, night, right? What is it? Is we, that, I don't, I'm not. We played a rivers. day game is there that one the time. Mississippi River, is it? I don't know. It might be the Tennessee Tennessee River, whatever. It might be. I don't know. <laughs> it's a body of water, and, and it's, it's cold. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's coming right in the, the water's coming. I mean, it's the, not the act like coming. you're playing in Chicago. No, no, <laughs> no it's not Chicago. Let's not be clear. Well, no, not like Chicago. the lake effect, you know, yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah, it's not <laughs> it'll be colder than what it says, like down there. Oh, no, it'll it will cold. be. Yeah, it'll, it'll be, be. It'll, it'll be, be coming off it'll the bus. Be. It'll, it'll feel like, colder. Be like, okay, okay, got your picture. Hadn't been here in eight years. Okay, cool. Let's go. Uh, press box. <laughs> Best press box in the league, by the way. Low, low, low seats. Sandwiched between the two worst. Yeah. Jacksonville. I mean, Jacksonville's not the worst press box in the league. Yeah. Oh, just the experience. The whole experience is the worst. I mean, the view's okay, but they do have the bars. You know, bar, yeah. The, yeah. the bars are, are the it's the problem. But That's it's but it's show. but it's a low it's van- low, low it's vantage point. Everyone says, and like everyone, I haven't talked to a single person that was on that trip that said they like Jacksonville. Yeah. They're like that place stinks. Oh. I hate it. I had no issues. Well, man, I lived there. I literally had I had a good time, except for the press box. They had terrible food. I was starving. We're they so, did. We're so they, we're so yeah. spoiled here. We are. We no, are. We, no, we, we are, and I'm just, okay with that. We had this, this discussion not, on the radio how we will complain about free food. Brian, yes, we I was will. getting nutrition oh, from look. a Sprite or a, a soda drink. I don't even know. That's that was my. Hey, she was, uh, eating, she was eating ice cream as a meal because asked, that's the only thing the that was edible. What's wrong with that? Not even the salad True. was good. Not even the salad was good. Uh, that tells you. Did she sit there and like do what she does all the time? Just moves food around on her plate. <laughs> I'm an eater. I eat a lot. I like eating, but that well, food. I've seen you move Derek, your food. Derek is a foodie, no. and uh, he was not in a good mood about I was that. Not. I so. don't like it when I don't have good food. It drives We're me crazy. Press box I love the fact there. that in the media is we get free food, free seat, free parking, and we will Look, complain. It's Jerry's fault. It's Jerry's fault because Hardly. we are used to having great food at AT and T Stadium, and then you go hey. to other places where it's subpar, and you're like, "What is wrong with this?" Ryan, you group? don't understand. This is not even. What do you mean? I don't understand. I live my prison food. Okay, I haven't been to prison. Let me get Doug Peterson on the phone right now. Please do, Doug. Brian, has Brian been to prison? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't. It's not a joke, guys. That is. It's not supposed to be. It's I know. To be, Most people probably remember that. Yeah. Not prison, jail. Yeah. I think if I'd been to prison, I wouldn't make it. Big I, difference, jail and prison. My, yeah. Off. All right, let's get some predictions. What do you guys oh, think is going to happen this week? Yeah, it's it's our last show. I'm not even ready for that. It shouldn't take win. long. Prediction goes like seven different places for me, so okay. I got I to gotta, I gotta make sure I have the same one for tomorrow and all that. Uh, got to carry it over for four shows, four yeah. platforms. Go ahead. I'm, I'm still 2713 Dallas. Amber, what you got? Oh, okay. Oops, sorry. <laughs> 2713. 2713, all right. 2713 Dallas, yeah. Uh, 3716 Dallas. Oh, right. let's go. Titans. Really? Tighten up. Really? Mm. Nick, thirty-four to nine, Dallas. All right, they get some sacks, and I will go thirty-four thirteen. I think they, yeah, the defense can get some sacks this week. They they'll get back on the McCarthy press conference. Will be, I told you, I don't yeah. like the nine. 
You don't, don't have that. No, no, nine's a good one. They nine got is good. I was actually thinking about nine, nine's, but I gave him a little bit more. Some, I said they'll get in the end zone once. They'll kick some right. field goals. Especially if Derrick Henry plays. They'll get in the end zone. Yeah, if Derrick Henry plays, I'm just kind of counting on him not playing. Because if he count, if he does play, does your score change? I think so. I mean, <laughs> I, think, I think, well, maybe give the Titans another touchdown. Maybe <laughs> okay. it's maybe it's 27 to 20. What about like that. field goals? Or, or is their kicker all right? Oh, no, they can kick. Yeah. Okay. Del Greco? Who's their kicker? Dale Greco. <laughs> what, is, what is their kicker? Uh, Bullock. 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 Yeah, Bullock. Del Greco. I hadn't heard that name in a long time. Del Greco. <laughs> That's the only thing. He's back with the Oilers. Derek's still Oilers. Derek's still bitter they moved. <laughs> right, I am. He's so bitter. I am. Did you ever Greco. cheer for them? The Oilers? Do you know people in Houston that, that cheered for yes, them? Yes, I know one friend of oh, mine what? from high school. One friend from high school that still is a huge Titans fan. He moved with them, and everybody else was like, I ain't rooting for them. Like, they left. Yeah. You know, and said some things, yeah. like, when they were on their way out of the door. Yeah. Don't let that the Bud door Adams, hit you. That Bud Adams. It's true. Watch oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mrs. Adams is running that team now. Whew. Daughter. All right. Appreciate you guys joining us. We'll be back on uh, Friday. Friday, we will be back in studio. We'll let you guys know what went right and wrong for the Cowboys. <laughs> and we'll start, uh, hopefully, maybe start getting you guys ready for the final game of the season, Cowboys versus uh, Commanders. And uh, we'll see where the Cowboys fall at that point as far as what's going on in the NFC East. Till then, for Nick Eatman, Brian Broaddus, Amber Garcia, I'm Derek Eagleton. This has been The Break, live on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about that?